Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is the Hammer Down Racing Report, and now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Groundhog's Day. Yeehaw. <laughs> I get rid of this. There we are. There we are. Now you can see it. Yeah, I think winter's going to stick around for a while. Three more days. That's good for me. I'm happy with that. Coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter from the John Young Racing, Racing for First Responders, Dave Kimmer Studio. This is the Hammer Down Racing Report, show number 266, again for uh, February 2nd. Tonight on the show, we will be speaking with late model driver Curtis Roberts, who announced his uh, farewell tour for 2023. That's sad. I know, and he's young too compared to you. Everybody's young compared to me, Scott. Good Lord. So, uh, yeah, he's uh, going to do one last year, I guess. Uh, and, you know, I don't know if it's uh, an actual retirement because I know how race car drivers yeah. retire. Yeah, that, yeah. We'll see if it sticks. So we'll talk to him in a little kinda, bit. Kind of like Brady, right? Yeah, I think he's done now. Probably, but. I, did, I saw a meme of him, uh, like, kissing a little kid. And uh, the meme said that he's sucking the soul out of the, the little kid so he could play another year in the NFL. That'd work. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do that? Is that what, is that your secret? I don't kiss little kids. <laughs> <laughs> they've got, they've got all kinds of cooties. All right. That's fair. I'll accept that answer. Um, hey, look, where am I at? Scott, we were talking about uh, Groundhog Day. I wonder if one of our listeners would do some homework and let us know how often his Punxsutawney Phil's predictions are correct. I actually know this because I was watching the news you know this morning. That? I do, 40%. 40. 40%. So if Not we, very accurate. So if we were going to wager, we'd say spring is just around the corner. Uh, yeah, because I guess he saw the shadow he saw today, shadow which means and, supposed to be more winter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. This is northwest Ohio. It could be six more months. I'm going to listen to Ryan Weekman before I listen to Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney Phil, whatever his name That's is. That's him, Punk, Punxsutawney yeah. Phil. Uh, i got to thank our sponsors, Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Every Saturday night during race season, it's coming. Um, so is the schedule. Schedule will be coming. Scott? Everybody else's schedules are out. but uh, NASCAR kicks off their season this weekend. They're off yeah. next weekend with the Super Bowl. And it's season on from there. It is. Uh, make sure to follow Oakshade Raceway at oakshaderaceway.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and you'll be the first to know when that uh, 2023 official calendar comes out. I'm thinking it'll be fairly similar to how it has been in For years past. the last past. 30 years. Yeah, with some sprinkled in special things, I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I, I have no – I'm not privy to any uh, special discussions that may be happening, so – it's all wishful thinking on my part at this at this point. Maybe an open wheel show? That'd be nice. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. We did the boss show a few years ago. That, yeah. That was pretty. Uh, and, uh, and a lot of people. Yeah. It, it went over real well. And then COVID came and because uh, we were going to do that Changed everything. Yeah. Uh, Got to thank Big D's Pizza and Clyde. Give them a call 419-547-1444 or order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Do it right now. Uh, you can get that chicken wing uh, Facebook special, 10 jumbo wings and your choice of sauce for $8.99. And you'll probably uh, be able to get that for the end of the show. Kind of hoping Dean Henry opens another store in this area. That'd be nice. A lot, of, a lot more wishful thinking. Uh, follow uh, Big D's on Facebook for the latest specials. Big D's and Clyde, big on taste, not on price. Big D, or Big D's. Uh, Dean says uh, 43% for uh, the f- groundhog being accurate. Okay. I saw 40% this morning on Channel 11, so. Well, may, maybe you were 
That's my source. I see. I don't. I don't know what Dean's source is, but they're basically they're less less than fifty percent. Let's ask Dean Henry. <laughs> uh, also, thanks to Freeze Frame Photos, Ryan Miller Race Cars, and Headhunters Barber Studio in Sal- and Salon in uh, Perrysburg. Uh, before we get to Curtis here, a couple of uh, things to take care of on our uh, racing roundup. There was some uh, racing this uh, past weekend in a bunch of different places, actually. So uh, let's do this. Racing Roundup. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Uh, we're at Golden Isle Speedway Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, Brandon Overton won Thursday night. Kyle Larson picked up the win on Saturday, and Brandon Overton uh, made a last lap pass over uh, Ricky Thornton Jr. to pick up the win on Saturday night. Then it was off to Bubba Raceway Park Sunday. Ricky Thornton Jr. finally uh, was able to get it in victory lane. And then uh, Monday, Jonathan Davenport uh, picked up another win. Rolex 24 at Daytona was this past weekend. Meyer Shark Racing uh, took the uh, Grand Touring Prototype and overall victory proton competition Uh O-R-E-C-A took the Le Mans Prototype 2 class victory in a photo finish. AWA Duqueen uh, D08. <laughs> I copied this from Dave Kemmer. I don't know what it all means. but I see. People that follow the uh, Rolex 24 and all that will probably understand. Uh, the Le Mans Prototype 3 class as uh, second place was 12 laps behind. The WeatherTech Racing Mercedes AMG GT3 took the victory in the uh, GT Daytona Pro class. And Heart of Racing, Ashton Ashton Martin took the uh, GT Daytona class victory. Down under, it was uh, the Western Australia Speed Week Series at Perth Motorplex. Tyler Courtney won the uh, final night a couple weeks ago with Corey Eliasson finishing fifth, earning the series championship there. And then the Grand Annual Sprint Car Classic at Premier Speedway uh, took place with Australian Brock Hallett uh, passing uh, Sheldon Hoddenshield coming to the checkered flag to win the finale by just uh, 0.122 seconds this past weekend. Cole Macedo also out there took a uh, wild tumble on lap six and uh, ended his race a little prematurely. Opposite sides of the country there between Premier Speedway and uh, uh, the Motorplex in Perth. Okay. Well, it's summer still, so. Oh, it is. Midsummer. And you said something about the late models getting uh, Pushed back off of this weekend. Yeah, they got booted off of this week's program uh, due to uh, an overabundance of open-wheel cars that were really scheduled to be just sort of field fillers to the late models. Uh, They had, between the the midgets, which they call speed cars, and uh, the sprints, they had over 100 entries. So, uh, boy, I'm telling you. So they said bye-bye to the late models? Yeah, they pulled the plug on the late models. Wow, that's crazy. Speaking of late models, uh, let's bring in our guest for tonight, Mr. Curtis Roberts. Curtis, how's it going? Doing good. How are you? Hey, Curtis. Good to see you. Good seeing you, Ron. How you been? Wonderful. Now, have, Doing uh, good. We were, we're just talking about uh, Australia. Have you ever uh, raced down under? No, never been there. Ever had the desire? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with the Midwest. All right, that's fair. I, I am too. He, Ron's not. He, they they treat like, us really well when we go there. So yeah, Ron, Ron just likes their if, accents. If, if you ever get the opportunity, jump for it. Okay. <laughs> Take your advice on that. Yeah. So uh, this is the final year for the the nine R Dirt Late Model. Uh, what's uh, what led to that decision? Uh, how how why is this the last year? Well, I can't do it forever. He you're can. Sure. You're no. sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I guess Red Farmer's still doing there it, isn't go. he? Yeah. Yeah, what they say, 91 years old and still hitting a few shows a year? Wow. I can't imagine. So what, what do you just uh, lose interest in it? Uh, you know, no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, you know, I'm getting older, and while I'm still competitive, I, I, I don't want to go out not being competitive. As long as I, I'm competitive, that's the way I want to go out. That makes sense. And you figured uh, this was the year. Was there a uh, like uh, something you noticed maybe the last few seasons, like a tipping point where maybe you're not as uh, competitive? Or, or I mean, how how what what made you decide that uh, this I've, is the point? I've always said fifty five. It was going to be my year. Well, I'll be fifty six this year. So um, just just everything. 
And and you've been doing this for for quite a while since uh, what, 1986? 86, yep. And uh, you stepped in, I guess you took over for for your father, correct? Yeah, my father drove for many years and uh, had quite a successful career and and I, he basically stepped out and I stepped into the same car the very next year. So how, how old was dad when he quit? Go ahead. How old was dad when he quit racing? How old was your dad when, when he stopped racing? You know, I was trying to think of that the other day. I think he was in his mid forties. Okay. Okay. Did, uh, did he, what was his name and did he race at Manchester Speedway? Uh, where was Manchester? It's, uh, Southern Michigan. Yeah. It, it would have been downstate I, quite a ways from you, but. Yeah. I, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he, he ran all over. He did. He didn't like staying in one place very long. I had someone ask me when I told him who was going to be on the show this week. He was like, did he ever race at Manchester? And I was like, I don't think Curtis Roberts was old enough to race at <laughs> Manchester. But uh, maybe maybe it was your father then that he was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, you asked what his name was. His name was Jim. Jim Roberts? Okay. Jim we'll Roberts. Maybe, yeah. maybe that was uh, who he was thinking of. Now, is this an absolute etched in stone, I'm done racing? Or are you going to keep the, ra- keep <laughs> the race smile. car? And- <laughs> Retire, unretire? Yeah. yeah, that never happens. <laughs> never. It works in football. No, th- <laughs> it does. No, this is going to be it. Okay. Um, you know, I'm not saying I might not be involved in, to some degree, in racing, but as a driver, this is going to be the last year. So uh, at the end of the year, all your race equipment, uh, is it going out the door? Yep. All right. Yep. Do you already have someone lined up for, for all that, or is it just as soon as the race uh, season's no, over, it's for, everything's for sale? Yeah. Um, I don't have anybody lined up, but, okay. you know, I've got many, many years. My dad did it for 30-some years, and I've been doing it for 37, so over 60 years of racing stuff, there's quite a bit of it. You're almost catching me. <laughs> <laughs> Have uh, any family members that uh, had any interest in carrying on the Roberts racing name? No, I don't have any any family members, close family members that are interested. I'm sure there's a lot of people would be interested if I was going to do all the work and put all the bill. <laughs> yeah, I, lot can, I, I can relate than... to that. Yeah. So uh, what what? Uh, what are you uh, planning to do for, for your farewell tour this year? What are, what are some of the highlights? Um, I, I plan on running every racetrack in Michigan at least once. Um, I've won at every, every dirt track in Michigan. So I'd like to go revisit, visit the fans, you know, um, I'm going to do, I'm going to run at least one week, maybe two weeks of the summer nationals. Um, like the, the whole the week shows, excuse me, the, the whole week did not just a couple shows during the, that week. Right. Okay. Seven days or however many days. Or, okay. Day. So yeah. there's a good chance that you'll be seen at that track just South of the state of Michigan. Oh yeah. I'll be there <laughs> for sure. Definitely. Definitely have a lot of Oakshade fans, uh, for, from over the years. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Um, yeah, I'd like to get one more win down there. How many wins do you, do you have there? Do you know? Uh, I don't have many. Probably less than five. Okay. Well, I mean, you had a successful career. You still do have a successful career. Like you said, you're, you're going out out uh, while you're still competitive. Uh, what are what are some of the uh, the biggest wins that you've had in your career? They're all big, every one of them. They get harder and harder to get, that's for sure. Um, I would say the World of Outlaw show at I-96 was was probably the, the biggest. Okay. Um, the, the shootout up in Ontario at what at that time was South Buxton, that was a nice win for me as well. Racing in uh, Canada. Where, how far have yep. you uh, ventured out? What's the farthest track away from your home up there in Coleman, Michigan, that you've made it to in um, your career? 
the farthest. Yeah. Have you raced down in Florida for any of the? I haven't been. No, no, I haven't raced in Florida. Uh, I've been out in Minnesota. Um, as far south, I guess, as Tennessee. Okay. So you've kind of stuck around the Midwest then, for the most part. Yeah, for for the most part. Yeah. All right. Any uh, any track uh, that stands out to you as as uh, maybe a favorite one that you really like to uh, to race on? I guess nothing. I'm not going to say I have a favorite track because I don't. Um, they all have their ups and downs um, and their quirks, but I enjoy them all. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to enjoy them all even more this year. So you should be a politician. That was a very political <laughs> answer. <laughs> I suppose you'll go visit Gene Hendrickson this year. I am. I am. At Mid-Michigan Raceway. Yep. Hopefully he's running this year. I know last year it was kind of hit and miss, but I believe he had a few health issues. But right. hopefully he's got that taken care of. Now, you started your career in a late model, dirt late model. Have you ever run pavement, or has it been dirt for your entire career? I did one time. Um, I'm trying to think. It was either the second or third year that I drove um, on a way. That's, yep. that's where it was at. Um, that was the only time, one time. How'd you do? I think I ended up seventh. Okay. So um, that, and that was in your dirt car? Yeah. Yep. Yep. We raced dirt on Saturday and asphalt on Sunday. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yep. Those were, those were good times. They were. Back in the, I remember, I think uh, you raced an indoor race in Grand Rapids. I did. Did you ever do any indoor racing like that? No, I never have. All right. I did I did attend a few, but never raced. Yeah, that race at uh, the DeVos Arena in, in Grand Rapids. So. That was in your yeah. late model, too, wasn't it, it? It was. Oh, absolutely. Actually, it was a dual show uh, because it was a sideboard race and a regular late model race. So we swap back and forth over the weekend it had to be tiny it was now if i if i do get an invite uh there is an indoor race towards the end of 2023 that would still fit in my window so would that be in st louis yes Ooh, that would be pretty cool gateway dirt nationals that'd be a good yeah. way to go out finish uh finish up the farewell tour Good yeah, way to absolutely. use up a season's worth of body. <laughs> <laughs> well, by that he doesn't we'll need it after him. that, right? So uh, you've been in, around for for quite a while. You've seen uh, how dirt late models have evolved and changed over the years. I mean, uh, how different are things with with the late models today than they were, say, in the mid '80s when you started? I know we we talk a lot about how aero has become. Uh, real important. It's a buzzword in, yeah. in, for dirt late models. Was that even a thing back when you started? Uh, it probably was, but nobody paid attention to it. Nobody told <laughs> us, did they? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So what are some of the biggest changes that on, on these cars that you've seen over the years? Um, the bodies, for one, and you know, suspension, which more particular shocks. I mean, everything is all about shocks and, and, and the suspension. Now, it, and obviously the driving, how you drive them has evolved, you know, right along with the suspension and stuff. You definitely have to drive them different today than you did 30 years ago. Is it easier to drive them today than it was 30 years ago? Um, I think it's just different, Scott. Okay. It, yeah, I agree. So different. How how is it different? I guess it would be a better question. I mean, what what do you do differently? Well, your your footwork. You okay. know, I I just watched a video. I don't know, sometime in the last couple of days, but it was a old ALMS show, and Chris Patterson and Shane Yoder were duking it out, and it, you know they're just. They drive the cars back then more like you would drive asphalt, on the gas, off the gas. I think I saw it. Was that the, the Lima Land clip? I think so, yeah, yeah. I think I saw that, too. And I, I noticed that Patterson, he was kind of straight in the corners as opposed to, to dirt tracking. 
Yeah. And, and when you equate it to cars today, I mean, they're, they're definitely not straight through the corners. And I'm assuming that the droop rule wasn't even a problem back in, in the, when you started. No, if you see how flat the cars yeah. were, you know, <laughs> right. it wasn't a... So do you think that the th- since things have uh, become so technical, is it, has it taken away any of the, uh, the fun as far as racing, or is it still fun for you? Oh, it's still fun. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it, uh, along with many other people. You know, it's, it, it's still fun. It's so, aggravating sometimes because so, we're probably not smart enough. But so, so in twenty four, in twenty four, what are you going to do to uh, overcome your adrenaline deficit? I don't know. I might have to take up skydiving or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I really don't know. I've never done anything except race during the summer my whole life. Um, I. Like I said, my father drove and um, from age, whatever, six, seven, I was always going to the races, working on the car. That's, that's just what we did. And you've been, I don't know. You've, you've been involved in in a lot of different things. I think I saw you were, you won the first uh, American ethanol series race. Yeah. Is that correct? That right. Winston. Okay. And uh, I think I, I heard that you were also involved uh, with that first prelude to the dream at Eldora. Um, I don't think it was the first one. No? But, yeah, I was, I was definitely involved there for a couple of years, but um, I don't believe it was the first one. Gotcha. Talk, talk about that. I mean, how, was, uh, how did you get involved in, in that? Um, just a mutual friend hooked myself and Ray Evernham up. Um, he was wanting to do it and didn't really know, you know, how to go about it or, you know, who had the equipment and our mutual friend hooked us up, put us together. And that's, that's basically how it worked. He's a super, super nice guy. And how, how, how good I of thought a... he did a really good, thought he did a real good job driving for, for never being in the car. I mean, he literally, the first time he was in the car was an hour before he went on the racetrack. So, you know, I thought he adapted real well. Did you have a lot of work to do in the car after uh, the event? Uh, no. Okay. so he... no, no more than if I were driving. <laughs> so I didn't get in there and tear it up or anything? No, it wasn't too bad. Nice. Um, is there any races, uh, big events or anything that you've uh, competed in your career that you haven't won that you wish you, you could have checked off your bucket list? Uh, the Barney Oldfield. Okay. Are you, well, I believe there's going to, sure. you'll have a chance this year if, uh, if you make it down in June. Yeah. I'll be there. Okay. Any, any other races? Uh, well, obviously the world 100, everybody okay. wants a globe. <laughs> yeah. It's setting the bar awful high. <laughs> well, just think of how great that would be to go out with, uh, with, a couple of those wins. Yeah, absolutely. You I mean, uh, definitely would. Plan on being at Eldora for the world this year? Yes, I do. All right. Yep. What uh, what other big events? Are you going? Are you I always ask. Ron. I doubt that. I don't know. <laughs> My motor program's not quite up to there. <laughs> well, you got time. Yeah. What other uh, what other big events uh, are you going to hit this year? You mentioned the Summer Nationals, uh, the Barney. Summer Nationals. Um, like I said, I'm I'm going to try uh, obviously the the Wood Tick, uh, which is up here at Merritt. Right. I'm going to run that. Um, I, I'm not going to limit myself. If there's a good race somewhere and I can get there, I'm going to be there. Awesome. How many? Uh, if you had to guess, how many different tracks do you think uh, you'll make it to this year? I'm going to say, you know, if I do two weeks of the summer nationals course, that's a few tracks. That's, that's a lot of tracks right there. And I mean, it's possible to maybe do 20. Okay. That's pretty cool. 20 different racetracks. Right. And I'm sure you're going to be at several of them, probably a lot of the Michigan ones multiple times then. Multiple times. Yes. Yeah. But not running for any championships this year. No, 
you know, I've never ran for a championship. Well, I shouldn't say that. I did. One time I ran uh, for the ALMS championship. That's the only championship I ever ran for. And how close did you come to getting that? Two. <laughs> Two points. Two points. Uh, those are the Two heartbreakers points. when you wonder, man, what car could I have passed this year that would have made the difference? Exactly. What year was that? Uh, must have been 14, 15, somewhere right in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the current state of uh, the American Late Model Series, which is kind of pretty uh, much non-existent as of right now? Non-existent, yeah. yeah. you kind of sad to yeah, see that go bad. away? too bad. That was a good series. Do you think uh, – think it needed to pay more i know 2000 to win isn't really too much more than uh a lot of tracks are, are trying to pay out now because uh, the pay is trying to go up yeah that's that's the bad part about that series i mean they paid the same back in uh 95 as they did <laughs> 2018 correct so. you ever you ever uh you think that series will come back? I talked to Sam Driggers, and he said it's not dead. It was just kind of on hiatus. So that was a yeah, couple years ago. Yeah, he's got a lot of things going on, and he's he's a pretty busy guy. So it, it wouldn't surprise me if some at some point it comes back. In the future for you, any uh, any plans to, you know, you, I'm sure you'll be still around racing, uh, maybe getting into promoting, uh something maybe getting involved with UMP or something, any, anything like that, or you just kind of be a casual fan? I don't have any desire to promote. That's a smart. No, yeah. I, no. re I can relate to that one. I'm not going to say I'm not going to be involved at, to some degree, somehow. I don't know. I haven't really thought that far ahead, but um, it's definitely not going to be promoting. Okay. Any uh, any sponsors you want to give a shout out to or crew members that are going to help you out oh, this year? Yeah, I got I got a whole list. Um, Bring it I don't on! Know how much time we have, but um, <laughs> I got to thank Freddie Myers. Um, he's been helping me for well, he helped my dad for since 1970. So um, I got to thank him, Chris Titsworth, Mike Titsworth. Uh, I got to thank the Cotton Boys, Kelly and Brandon and Carson. Uh, another guy that used to help my dad, uh, we call him Red. Uh, his name's Ed Sanders. Got to help him. Um, I got to give a shout out to Scott Simons. He he's helped me out a great deal over the last few years. Um, I got to got to thank Joe Drake. He helped me out for quite a few years there. Uh, Sean Nagy, he was a big part. Um, also got to give a shout out to Jerry Bischel. Uh, he helped me out for a few years. Great guy, good friend. Um, uh, also, I got to thank, uh, give a shout out to Mike Long. He's helped me out immensely over the years. So, What are all these people going to do after you retire? I, I don't know. <laughs> we usually meet every Wednesday night. We, uh, since I was a kid, my dad started the tradition. Uh, Wednesday night, we worked on the race car. That's, that's what we still do. So I don't know. I guess Wednesday nights we'll get together and watch racing, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good plan. What's, uh, what's your first race uh, you plan to hit this year? Uh, planning on going to Attica. March 17th. If it doesn't snow. Yeah, get your snow tires. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll guarantee it's it'll be snowing in Michigan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, any chance uh, we'll see you at the birthday race mid-July at Oakshade? Yep, I'll be there. Okay. That'd be another big win. To, That'd be to a go good up. one to win, yeah. yeah. That and the Barney. Yeah, it would be. I'm sure you'll have a lot of, um, a lot of fans pulling for you. Yeah, I've got to give a shout out to a couple of new guys, young guys that have uh, been helping me out. Um, Lex, young young kid, he's he's been helping me out a great deal here lately. And then Bobby Harsh, I got to give a shout out to him. All right. 
Well, Curtis, uh, we appreciate the time, and uh, we wish you luck on this uh, farewell season. Is it going to be like any cool shirts or merchandise that people can uh, purchase? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're working on merchandise. We're we're going to have three or four different design shirts and hoodies and you know koozies and whatever. We have those Lots with you then from. with you at the track yeah, for people to guy. Yep, to buy that'll them. be my plan. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Well, cool. Looking forward to uh, seeing you at least a couple times at, at Oakshade, and uh, good luck everywhere else uh, this that you, that you hit. For sure. Looking forward to seeing you. Good seeing you, Curtis. You too, Ron. You take care. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you. Bye. There you have it. Curtis Roberts, final season. And, uh, you know, Hillard Miller is uh, the one that stands out. He said he was going to retire. That was like 15 years ago. Probably, yeah. And he's still racing. So, but I don't know. Curtis seems like he's uh, more more firm with that. But uh, we'll see. I'm sure if somebody offered him a ride after, uh, you know, he's he's retired, that he, you know, he might come out of retirement for a race here or there. But uh, I'm sure he'll have uh, some extra fans uh, this year. I got to believe. I, I got to believe it's hard just to walk away. Yeah. I've been having that problem. Money kind of is making, uh, you know, it's like, oh, this is expensive. I could it's be spending getting this tougher. money. It really is. Yeah. You know, that's a, but it's fine. So, you know, just, you, so many things you get away. Anyway, uh, contact freeze frame photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. Uh, they have those new items, the custom kids cups, the 20 ounce tumblers, water bottles, and more. With freeze frame photos, custom freeze frame photos, any photos you want that they have, uh, you can put them on there. You get uh, special racing graphics as well. If you can think of it, they can do it. Call Charlie, 419-476-9978. Freeze frame photos, special moments frozen in time. And give that guy over there a call. Ron Miller Race Cars, 734-856-7223. That's uh, 856-RACE. Yeah. Race cars, parts, safety equipment service uh anything uh, a racer needs including belts did you order my belts yet no okay race season's coming up well it is i gotta have time to install those yeah how, how long is that going to take hour maybe well, it depends if it's as cold as it is outside and in my unheated garage it could uh, take a while because i'll just go out and do it in little shifts so latest racing news a lot of uh, racetracks have released their um, 2023 uh, race schedules, local tracks. I noticed I that. Uh, we'll start off with uh, Fremont. They released their schedule, which kicks off their uh, 72nd season of racing at Fremont. That's, that's a few. That's crazy. I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. Season kicks off on Saturday, uh, April 15th, with the Johnny Oxter opening night. Uh, the 2023 schedule features 21 events spotlighting the uh, Fort Ball Pizza Palace 410 Sprints to Fremont, Federal Credit Union 305 Sprints, and the Burmeister Trophy Dirt Trucks. Uh, the Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions will make three appearances, including the Ohio Sprint Speed Week on Saturday, June 10th, and the traditional Jim and Joanne Ford Classic Friday and Saturday, September 15th and 16th. The uh, Kistler Racing Products uh, all Pro Aluminum Cylinder Heads 410 Attica Fremont Championship Series presented by the Bowman Auto Group. That's a lot. That's a tongue twister. A Dwayne's he's crazy on that, but uh, he's got lots of sponsors. And speaking of Dwayne, the Napa of Brian 305 AFCS presented by Jason Deach uh, Trailer Sales will each have nine events at Fremont Speedway this year. Now I just lost my place. Uh, the Great Lakes Traditional Sprints. Uh, the non-wing series will be part of an all-star uh, sprint event with the uh, 410 and 305 sprints on May 27th. Uh, I'll make uh, their second appearance with the 410 sprints and the dirt trucks on July 1st. Great Lakes Super Sprints will come to Fremont as part of uh, another all-sprint night on July 29th. On June 17th, the uh, USAC D2 Midgets will join the dirt trucks and the Steel Block Late Model Series at Fremont. That'll be now. What what date is that? That is uh, June seventeenth. Ooh, that's that sounds like an interesting night. Yeah, it could be. Um, Attica also released their schedule with twenty four scheduled events, paying out over seven hundred and twenty thousand dollars in feature money. It, that's 
throughout the entire season, yeah. not just one night. Uh, it all kicks off Friday, March 17th, as uh, Curtis mentioned, that where he's going to make his uh, first event <sighs> for his farewell season. Uh, Friday, March 17th. That's uh, St. Patrick's Day. Ooh. Fuck of the Irish that day. Yes. Uh, rain day to March 18th. That'll be the, the Saturday or snow date, possibly. Uh, highlights on the schedule uh, include the uh, Cali's Performance Products 410 Sprints. Uh, in 2023, include two appearances of the World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series, uh, which is uh, includes the Kistler Engines Classic on Friday, May 19th, and the 35th Ohio Logistics Brad Doty Classic, presented by Racing Optics on Tuesday, July 11th. The uh, May 19th event will pay 10000 to win, while the Brad Doty Classic will shell out 15000 to win. Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions Sprints, presented by Mobile One, will make five stops at Attica this year. The Corn Main uh, Spring Nationals will take place Friday, April 7th, and Saturday, April 8th. There is a rain date uh, the following weekend for that event, uh, the 14th and 15th, if uh, both the April 7th and 8th dates are rained out or snowed out. The All-Stars return to uh, open Ohio Sprint Speedway Week on uh, Friday, June 9th for the Burt and Bridget Emick Classic. Uh, The Attic Ambush returns with the All-Stars. Uh, for uh, Great Lakes uh, Truck Center's weekend, Friday, September 1st, and Saturday, September 2nd. There will be nine events for the AFCS 410 Series, each paying 4000 to win. The uh, propane.com slash Dirt Nerds podcast UMP Late Models will see an increased weekly purse totaling $6,870 in uh, 2023 with feature events paying fifteen to win weekly. 1500 to win. Okay. Not 15. That'd be not 15,000, but no. Or $15. Yeah. Limeland has also released their 2023 schedule, which uh, will begin its 88th season of racing, which is another uh, track that I did not know has been around for 88 years. Uh, 13 events make up the schedule featuring the NRA sprints, Great Lakes, traditional sprints, dirt track, truck series, D2, midgets. Modifieds, Thunderstocks, the season kicks off on Friday, May 5th with the third annual, uh, actually, I'm sorry, period. The uh, third annual Mike Streaker Memorial takes place on Friday, May 12th, featuring the USAC Midwest Thunder Midgets. Season Championship Night is Friday, July 28th for the Modifieds and Thunderstocks, along with the uh, Great Lakes Traditional Sprints. And then the season concludes uh, the following week with the Award Celebration Night slash King of the Quarter Mile with the NRA 360 Sprint Invaders, Mods, and Thunderstocks in action. Sandusky Speedway, guess what they did? What, what They released what? their schedule, too. Really? Yes, I know. It's crazy. Amazing. Uh, their schedule starts April 29th with a regular show, $1 night. Uh, some highlights on the schedule include the uh, Sue Schwark Memorial, 5000 to win. Ohio Wheelman Super Stock Series event on June 17th. Uh, we talked to Will Wiggins uh, a few weeks back about all the, the big events he's got uh, this year at oh, yeah. Sandusky Speedway. That's that's one of them. Um, the OSS Super Modifieds on uh, July 1st. High Miler Weekend's going to be July 27th and 29th featuring the ISMA Super Modifieds. Uh, another 5000 to win Ohio uh, Wheelman Super Stock Series. That's the uh, Bill Wiggins Memorial. And I believe the uh, the uh, the Ohio Wheelman Modified Series will be making their first appearance as part of that yeah. as well. Um, August twelfth, another five thousand to win Ohio Wheelman Super Stock Series events, and then the season will wrap up with the Cavalcade Weekend, September 29th through uh, October first. So for their full schedule, you can check it out. I think don't think they have it on their uh, webpage yet, but it is on their Facebook page uh, for Sandusky Speedway. I think, I'm not sure about, uh, I think Limeland's is on their website, limeland.com. Attica, I did not check their website, but I think it's on their website as well as Fremont. So if you want to see all the events, uh, go to uh, each track's website there. Chase Elliott has uh, joined 
McAnally uh, Hilgenman Racing to race the number 35 Chevrolet Silverado at the uh, NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series opener at Daytona International Speedway Ooh. on February 17th. Basically, Chase Elliott's going to race in the, the Truck Series for uh, Daytona for their series season opener. wonder if that'll be his only race in a truck. Uh, I don't know. Rome Brothers, I guess maybe we'll see how he does. Rome Brothers Racing Fields Machines in the uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series, NASCAR Truck Series, and is based out of Mooresville, North Carolina. Last Thursday, the Rome Brothers Racing Shop caught fire. The Mooresville Fire and Rescue stated the fire was quickly extinguished. However, two team members had been treated and released Taylor uh, Collier for smoke inhalation and Devin Fokken for uh, serious burns. They are both in good spirits and are now on the road to recovery. Ooh. NASCAR was testing mufflers at Phoenix the other day to possibly use at the Coliseum and at the Chicago road course. I've heard reports that the cars actually sounded pretty, pretty good, good with, with mufflers. I saw the Bob Pockrit, Pock, Pock, whatever his name is, on yeah. uh, Twitter. He did some uh, video, and you could hear the cars in the background. I couldn't tell any difference. Yeah. So um, I don't know. So that, that's maybe a non-story. Shady Ball Speedway, you might be interested in this. This is kind of a cool thing. Jerry sent this to me, uh, I think it was this weekend, actually. Jerry who? Jerry Keezer. You know, oh, our I very remember Jerry him. Keezer. Uh, they announced they're going to be hosting a 1,000 to win fastest qualifying time. There, It's like a run what you brung, but it's just qualifying. Really? Three, three lap sessions of qualifying. Uh, open to anything. It's a, basically a run what you brung. You have to be... Uh, in order to win the thousand dollars, I think it's like five five hundred for second, uh-huh. maybe two fifty for third. I forget the, the numbers there, but uh, the only criteria is you must be under thirteen and a half seconds to be eligible to win. The track record is ten point six 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 seconds, and there's an additional five hundred dollar bonus for a new track record. So this event takes place on September twenty third. It, it's open to. <coughs> It's open, open to anything. I, it's four I mean, so wheels. I mean, if it came, if you came with a sprint car, it, sprint car, I believe, uh, was uh, one of the things that he sent me the flyer here. Let me see if I can pull that up. It had like a just a hodgepodge list really? of things. It was uh, pretty cool looking, actually. Here it is. So uh, it says uh, trucks, late models, billboards, dirt, drift cars, sprint cars, drag cars, wings, any combo you want, modifieds, Indy cars. Yeah, so you can bring your Indy car, really? I guess. <laughs> any, uh, any, any tires, dirt cars. Wait a minute. Any vehicle, why, why are, why are front wheel drive listed last. Front wheel drive, rear wheel drive, four wheel drive. You dream it up. It's legal. Oh boy. Minimum of four tires on vehicle. Absolutely any engines. Hmm. So there, there it is. Yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah. It's a uh, thousand for the fastest qualifying time. Again, it's three three lap sessions. Second, you get five hundred, and third fast two hundred. And, and there's what? no entry fee, just a uh, pit pass. Really? Only. What date is this again? September twenty third. Oh, at Shady Bowl Speedway. That's interesting. World's fastest three tenths paved oval. So apparently, they want to uh, solidify that tagline. I believe. That'll be kind of interesting. I mean, yeah. you don't have other cars on the track to work. I, at least I'm assuming they're going to do single car qualifying and not like a group thing because that yeah. would be a mess. Yeah. Especially if you get your outlaw big sideboard late model or sprint car and a Factory Dodge stock. Neon. Yeah. Um, something that interesting to keep an eye out. Uh, we'll definitely get some uh, feedback on that mm. later in the year. The 20th annual Hoserville, Ohio Injured Drivers Fund auction will take place on Saturday, April 8th. It's going to be at 2 o'clock at Attica Raceway Park. Uh, lots of uh, that money raised goes uh, into a fund that... In, uh, injured Driver Fund. Yeah, exactly. That. Uh, Dwayne does a good job. I know... Uh, um, what's his face? Uh, burnt Feet. Oh, Jimmy McCune. Jimmy McCune. Did got, you got see his post I saw his today. post today. Yeah, yeah he's to... doing very well. Uh, all of his burns have healed up. He's actually wearing regular shoes. Uh, for the longest time, he was wearing one shoe that was like four sizes bigger. Yeah. He had said... to buy two pair of shoes to get around. So He posted a picture of his feet, and it yeah. wasn't gross. Yeah. 
not as gross as what they were. No. <laughs> you know, even and he on, can walk normal. But, he but said, Scott, too, even so. on a good day, feet oh, aren't that yeah, beautiful. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. compared to what they they were looking, no, he's doing great. great. But uh, yeah, this uh, injured drivers fund auction definitely a good cause. Uh, if you have something you want to give to uh, Dwayne Hancock to auction off, uh, get a hold of him. I'm sure he'd be happy to take it and. Back to the Jimmy McCune thing. Did you see that he's starting a business uh, dealing with race with race car safety? I saw something about that. I didn't actually have time to read that today, but yeah, Uh, safety equipment, uh, fire suppression systems. I'm sure he's going to specialize with sprint cars, but now is he? Is it like like you? Is it like a reseller of this, or is he actually developing his own equipment? I don't think he's developing any uh, fire suppression equipment. But uh, I know he's done a lot of research on how to avoid injuries like his. So he'll be a wealth of information. So he'll know which ones are good. Yeah. Okay. So are you going to. And if you don't know how to get a hold of Jimmy McEwen, call Ron Miller Race Cars. There you go. I'll put you in touch with him. There you go. Uh, Denny Hamlin will compete in the uh, first SRX Superstar Racing Experience race of the season. That'll take place at Stafford Speedway on July 13th. SRX also announced four drivers that will be competing full-time this season. Brad Keselowski will compete in the series for the uh, first time. Ryan Newman will return to the series for a second consecutive year. Haley Deegan will compete for the title in SRX for the uh, first time after two seasons of part-time action. And Bobby Labani will compete in the series for the third consecutive year. Sadly, I think I've missed the cut again. What? They didn't reach out to you? You would think. You would, yeah. I don't know. I think they're still doing the local track yeah, deal, though. Be. Driver, local star uh, at each track. Uh, Ashton Torgerson continues to recover uh, from the injuries he suffered on January 11th at the Chili Bowl Nationals. Uh, you remember he, he bailed out. Got thrown out of his uh, vehicle as it was flipping. Uh, Torgerson's uh, doctors are pleased with his recovery, but he has some healing to do. He is hoping to be cleared to race by the end of February. He has another checkup at the end of the month. And I saw the. Did you see the press release about how they. They're guessing, their best guess as to what happened. Yeah, about uh, he has the. Arm restraints that he didn't have on. But it's got like that little metal tab on there. And they think that that, when he was getting tossed around, flailed, that 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 metal tab hooked on the uh, release. Yeah. So it wasn't. And, And set him free. Yeah. That's uh, their best guess uh, scenario there. And so now they're going to take preventative measures, uh, I think, like putting tape over that yeah, somehow so it doesn't catch on, on the latch in future incidents, which might be a good idea. I think I have some. I might have to do that. Or, you you going to run arm restraints? Or tear them off. I don't know, since I don't really uh, do, do that. Uh, Clint Boyer will be running in the SRX series uh, a few races as well, according to John Young. Thank you, John. Uh, Larry Bowes announced on Tuesday that he and his team will be stepping away from Montpelier Motor Speedway after a year and a half of running the track. Uh, now Chad King has been named as the new promoter of Montpelier Motor Speedway. Yeah, I read that and tried to read between the lines and that was difficult. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't reach out and try and do any digging on that. So I don't know what the story is there, but, uh. Yeah, I mean, that sucks. Yeah, I thought he was doing a very good job. Yeah, and I don't know anything about uh, Chad King, but uh, hopefully he can keep things going and keep the momentum there. Uh, On Tuesday, NASCAR announced some uh, rule changes for 2023. Did you hear about these? Yeah, I did. Some of these we've already talked about, uh, like the stage breaks uh, being removed from uh, NASCAR Cup Series events on the road courses. Uh, Brakes will remain for the trucks in the Xfinity series. NASCAR will prohibit wall riding. So no more Ross Chastain moves. They didn't call it wall riding. Basically, they cited a safety rule that they will uh, enforce. That something could fly off of a car and go into the grandstands and hurt somebody. So, yeah, there's that. The rain tire option, which we also talked about before, that is now in place for sure for the Clash, North Wilkesboro, Phoenix, Richmond, Milwaukee, New Hampshire, uh, IRP, Martinsville. So uh, those tracks, uh, they uh, could possibly run in the wet surface. They probably won't run in the rain, 
But if it does rain, right. they're not going to wait till it's dry. They'll put some rain tires on and go racing. Phoenix might be kind of big for that, kind of fast to be. I don't yeah. Think. Don't they get up in the, the 150s there? Yeah. It's kind of fast for Well, a bit, some of the road courses, how yeah, fast do they get going on the straights? Good, good, good point. Wiper blades must be installed at 12 o'clock. At the 12 o'clock position. I prefer saying it. they got to do it at noon. You can't do it if it's 12.01. <laughs> got to wait till tomorrow to put those. No. Uh, the windshield wipers, they have to be installed basically straight up and down. And I think before there was no specifications as to how the windshield wiper was oriented on the uh, right. screen. But I was I got to thinking, what's the point of that, though? Because couldn't they just turn it on at some point after it's installed and, you know, move it to wherever and just turn it off? You would think. So I did, That rule didn't really make much sense to me, but it's there. Of course, it's NASCAR. Uh, the choose rule, uh, where you choose uh, if you're going to start on the inside or right, outside right. after a, a yellow, it's... Uh, it will now be, <laughs> I had a typo, I said it will not be. It will now be at all tracks, uh, including uh, the dirt at Bristol and uh, the super speedways. Dirt at Bristol, how do you put that V in the track? On? I think uh, I think they use a cone, that's where it came yeah. from. So they may have, uh, may have a, a cone head. On a rope. Cone on a rope. Yep. We'll see, it'll be interesting to see who's in charge of that. Uh, the restart box is going to be extended by 50%. So it'll be a little bit bigger. How more bigger? Restart zone for, uh-huh. for it, at uh, the tracks. Actually, just at least for the first five uh, races. NASCAR is going to reevaluate uh, that after the first five races. I guess see how it works. I was watching the Lucas races, and they do those, oh, like, 10-foot-tall flags. Yeah. A big vertical flag. That. Um, that was pretty cool. It's easier you know, for everybody it, to see. Well, it, it gives the fans uh, a, a different a perspective point. as opposed to a couple of cones that you can't see. So, yeah, it puts something in it for the fans. I, I thought that was a good move. Unless you're sitting down there in turn number four. Um, time allowed to make repairs has been increased to seven minutes. Why is there a limit on that? Shouldn't it be up to the teams to kind of say, you know, if this is going to take too long, it's not worth going back out yeah. there. It was six minutes, now it's I seven. Don't, I don't even remember. I thought I, it was I, five. I think. But, yeah. Uh, the lost wheel penalties. A lot, the wheels Ooh, coming yeah. off were a problem last year. They have uh, adjusted those as follows. Uh, if a lost wheel is takes place on pit road during a yellow flag, uh, the penalty will be to start at the rear. If uh, you lose a, pit, uh, a wheel on pit road under the green flag, you're going to get a pass-through penalty. Wouldn't it be Which that? is about the same, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, but I, I, if you lose it, are they going to back up and put the tire on? Because you're still going to... Anyway, yeah. losing a wheel itself is a, is kind of a penalty. But uh, And then finally, if you lose a wheel on the track, whether it's a yellow or green, it's a two-lap penalty and a two-race suspension for two crew members of NASCAR's choosing. Oh. <laughs> I don't like you, and I don't like you. So... Uh, and that's it. That's uh, all I got. I, I assume the driver is not considered a crew member. Uh, well, it, it, maybe they're leaving that vague for for that reason. So, um, we do have some uh, hammer down hotline. Ooh, cool! Actually, yeah, a couple of things. Well, I think. Yeah, maybe um, not cool, but we'll find out. Didn't I have a? Maybe I don't have a hammer. I thought I had a hammer down uh, hotline. Nope, you I might have. I don't. I, I thought I did. Nope, apparently not. 419-318-3081. If uh, you want to call, leave a message, text, whatever, anytime, that is the number, 419-318-3081. We had a couple uh, text messages this week. Um, first one uh, we'll go with, actually, these are out of order, but um, if Oakshade was to start a Hall of Fame, who would be the five enshrined? Who would be the uh, five, five, five to be enshrined? Yeah. I think is what he's trying to say. Uh, I'm going to defer that to you because you've been there longer than I have. I've only been there in the modern history part. So, Boy, I mean, I could pick one at least. Uh, I mean, you'd yeah. ha- it'd have to start with Chris Patterson. I could pick, uh, he'd be one yeah. of mine that I'd pick. Uh, Shane Yoder. That would be uh, another he, one of mine that I would pick. You know, he wasn't that good of a racer, but he was 
He wasn't that good of a racer. (laughs) The flying Hawaiian. All right. Um, I don't know. Let's see what our listeners think. Yeah. If uh, you want to chime in, uh, go ahead and put your comments in uh, on our uh, Facebook Live here or the YouTube Live. We should actually be able to see both of those. Um, Who do you think should be in the Oakshade Hall of Fame? I I would say in modern time, I mean, Rusty Schlenk, he's got, what, six track championships? Right. So, I mean... I've watched him come up through the ranks and kind of, you know, to, to, to be in the hall of fame, do you still need, or couldn't you, can you still be an active racer? I don't know. This is your, your hall of fame. Oh, well, I don't know. So the Ron Miller hall, of, should Ron Miller be in there? I doubt it. No, you can't. Uh, Cause yeah. you're still racing still though, races right? Occasionally. Uh, Matt Miller. That's a good one. I didn't uh, think of that. Yeah. He's a pretty, pretty big name. How about Hillard? Hillard's been around. Bill Hahn. Bill Hahn. Pam Hendricks. <laughs> uh, yes. I think Pam, I remember Pam telling me a story of one time she was on the track. I don't remember if uh, she was helping run it in or what she was doing. But she, maybe, no, never mind. I don't remember the story, so I can't. Uh, uh Tim Fisher, Justin Paxton. Those are some uh, interesting picks as well. No, my wife was helping run the track in one time. Uh, she, she was in I she don't crash? Know, a street stock or something. No, she was just okay. puttering around. And There's been so many drivers, though. And I, mean, and I went around her on the high side, kind of slid in front of her and stood on the gas and splattered her. And she's That's still one married of her favorite moments at a racetrack. Jeez. <laughs> Does she have a helmet on at least? Oh, yeah. Okay. With a face mask? I don't know. It may have been in pre- <laughs> pre- pre-helmet Open. shield oh, days. Oh, boy. Uh, the other uh, text we got here was, um, and I'm not really sure how to interpret this, uh, when you get to the end of the straightaway, which way do you turn? A lot of times the car is turning all by itself, so you turn the steering wheel to the right. Yeah, yeah, it kind of depends. If when I hit the brakes, the car, when I stab the brakes, the car will kind of set in the direction that I'd like it to go, and then you hit the gas, and then I'm turning right. Depending on the track, to, to chase it. Depending on the track, the car on dirt. Yeah, the on car, asphalt is different. Yeah, uh, on asphalt you're kind of turning, you're easing into yeah, the left. Yeah. Um, even even without hitting the brakes at Oakshade. Uh, the car will start to turn just letting off itself. the gas, not even off the, even on the gas Okay, heading into uh, the corner. Uh, you'll need to counter steer. There you go. I don't, I don't, that was a strange question, but, uh, it was there. So there you go. How about we give away some pizza? Ooh, yeah. Anybody for, uh, for that? I think that sounds good to me. Let's, uh, let's do that. How many? So last week's how many was how many Lucas Oil late models uh, would be at Golden Isles on Saturday. The number was? 55? 52. 52, I yeah. counted how many uh, were qualified. Well, two two and sessions and of 26. So. They, I think they said, I, I forget the entries they said, but yeah, it was a lot more cars than I thought. Yeah, you picked 36, yeah. and I was dumb and went under you. I went yeah. 35, so uh, you, you won Got that you one. again, Scott. And our online winner was Brian Nelson. Ooh. He picked 48, which I believe was the highest number. So Good job, Brian. Congratulations, Brian. You have 30 days to claim your pizza from Big D's Pizza. So basically through the uh, And it's worth the ride to Clyde. Oh, I like that. It's worth the ride to Clyde. Now I want pizza. I want some Big D's Pizza and the cheese boat. It's been a while since I had it. What are we doing this week, Scott? What do you mean? How many? Oh, are you trying to get me back on track? Maybe. I, I got pizza flies floating around <laughs> in my head right now. Or chicken uh, wings. This week's how many in a ch- in chance to uh, win a Big D's pizza is um, how many cars will finish on the lead lap in the Bush Clash on Sunday night? Oh, wait, I actually, in case you couldn't hear me, put it up on the screen there, too. How many cars will finish on the lead lap in the Bush Clash? 27 cars are going to start. Uh, they up the starting field. 
That's the main event, the 150 laps. I'd like to do one of our ma- I'd segments. like to do one of our math problems, but you've already got it printed out. So, I'd like to add how many cautions. Nah, plus. this is easier to I, figure. Out. I I know it is. So if uh, you'd like a chance to win a Big D's pizza, go ahead and put your guess in the uh, comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live. You have until Sunday at, I think the race starts at 8, so we'll say 6 o'clock, 6 p.m. No, we'll go right up till race time. Yeah. It doesn't matter. 8 o'clock Sunday night. So if you're listening to us over the weekend on Spotify or uh, iHeart or Apple Podcasts, whatever, hit pause, open up uh, your Facebook app, Type in Hammerdown Racing Report, find our video there, and then just uh, put in a comment, put in the number, and you're you're entered to win that Big D's pizza. So, uh, so far we're getting some guesses. Uh, they're all around uh, the teens. Twelve, I think, was the lowest, and uh, up to nineteen. Uh, so that's how many cars are going to finish on the lead lap. I think that, uh, and it's a small, tiny little track. You have to pick first. Well, since, uh, you want. don't forget. You get a lap back if you are, oh yeah, under the cut the lucky dog. Yeah, the lucky dog. Yeah, <laughs> four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You, you may not be wrong. What do What do you think, Ron? Boy, I'm going eighteen. 18? I was going to say twenty, but I, I, I'm optimistic, and I think there's going to be a lot of lucky dogs. I'm going seventeen then. Yeah. Okay. Seventeen. Last week it didn't work going one under yet. This week I'm feeling. Feeling pretty good about it. I so. tried to suck you in by saying 20 there, but okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll uh, determine that winner uh, Sunday night, as a matter of fact. But uh, we'll announce the winner next Thursday on the show. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, this thing. This weekend, Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. Lucas Oil Dirt Late Model Series. Late Model Dirt Series. Uh, they're going to be at Alltech Raceway in Florida for the Winter Nationals tomorrow and Saturday. And then it is off to uh, East Bay Raceway, uh, East Bay Raceway Park. Uh, that is for the 47th annual Wheelin Winter Nationals. Sunday is going to be a uh, practice night, and uh, then they're going to be racing out there Monday through Saturday, the 11th of February. It's race season, Scott. <laughs> they really get things going. They've been doing a lot of racing in Georgia, but uh, uh, Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions, uh, some sprint car racing is uh, going to get going, but uh, then it wasn't. Uh, Sonoya Raceway in Georgia uh, was uh, scheduled to be the opener there uh, Friday and Saturday, but that's been canceled due to weather. Uh, will not be made up. Aww. So after that, though, they were going to head to Volusia Speedway Park, so that will now be their opener for the Dirt Car Nationals. Uh, that starts uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, February 7th and 8th. So plenty of racing next you week. You were talking about Georgia. Did you see the Friday race? I uh, did not see the Friday that, race. Uh, the Kyle Larson one? I did not see that oh, race. Oh, boy. Was that uh, another Ricky? Th- Ricky Thornton Jr. was having bad luck. I think he didn't. Did he get passed late in the race by Kyle? Scott, that was an, as exciting a race as I have seen maybe ever. If you get a chance to find uh, a, a video clip of the last five or six laps, it, it was an amazing race. I'll have to check that out. Yep. I gotta, I'll add it. that to the list of many races i got to catch up on. Find here. it. Uh, finally, uh, the NASCAR Cup Series uh, kicks things off. It's not really technically their season as is, this is an exhibition deal. But the uh, Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum in the L.A. Coliseum, the name of it is the Bushlight Clash of the Coliseum, and it's at the L.A. Coliseum. Amazing Are you following, how that works. Are you following oh, yeah. me there? Okay. I didn't want to make sure I didn't lose anybody yet. Uh, practice will be on Saturday, uh, the 4th, February 4th, at 6 p.m., and then they're going to do qualifying at 8.30, and that'll be on FS1. That is uh, both on Saturday. Heat races will take place on Sunday starting at 4.30 with the main event at 8 p.m., which is also your deadline to get your guess in for this week's how many, how many cars right. finishing on the lead lap of the uh, the clash. I guess I could probably take that off the screen now. Points racing starts in two weeks. Yep. So, uh, And both of those events on Sunday, the heat races and the main event, will be on uh, the Fox broadcast network. No Super Bowl yet. Super Bowl's following weekend. So, 
Got to get some racing in before we get to the Super Bowl. Uh, that's about it for uh, this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Reports. Speaking of that, uh, thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmer, contributors Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Dock, Bob Stazak. Make sure to like us uh, on uh, Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube. Listen on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. Uh, if you want to be an advertiser of the show, <laughs> there's information there on that. we got room for some more advertisers. Uh, we can always squeeze those in. Uh, you support us and... It yeah, helps pay the bills. Um, and uh, make sure to rate and review us as, as well. Take a little extra time there. Even if it's bad, it kind of helps out with all the weird algorithms uh, that are out there. So uh, thanks to our sponsors, Big D's Pizza, Oakshade Raceway, Ryan Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon. And uh, thanks to this week's guest, Curtis Roberts, going on that farewell tour this year. Good luck to Rusty Schlink heading uh, for East Bay. Oh, is he? I did not yes, realize sir. that. I think first okay. thing in the morning. Well, hopefully, he has better luck down there than he had. Yeah, they've spent a lot of time. They've spent a lot of time working on the car. So, uh, we'll be back live next Thursday night at seven p.m. And I believe last week's guest doesn't he have a certain uh, person on his show tonight? Started just a couple minutes ago. Charlie Mufford. Oh, yeah. You can't park their podcast. Yeah. The, the driver, the number six, yeah. Hall of Fame driver. So yeah. you, you may want to check that out at some point as well. Yeah, on uh, his Facebook page. So until then, we are out, and we'll see you back here next Thursday night. Have a good night. Yep. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 